Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Wednesday, April the 6th. And wherever you are, whenever you listen to this, I wish you God's grace. I wish you God's life. I wish you God's goodness today, my friends. Thank you for being present with me as we continue to move through this holy season into this holiest of seasons. Um, Okay, so we have listened to Jesus uh, speak primarily in John's gospel for the last week and a half, and we're going to do more of that today. Uh, We've occasionally seen him uh, do miracles like he did uh, with, I think that was on Friday's gospel, maybe Thursday's last, when he was at the pool of Bethesda, but primarily he's been playing that role of Greek philosopher, of, of just simply speaking to the Pharisees. Today, he's going to speak to the people. And, uh, and so again, more of the same, uh, wonderful and lofty and can glaze over our eyes. And I realize that. Uh, and that's John's gospel. It is, it is heady and wonderful. And the, and the uh, stories of the signs of God's goodness through him are unbelievable. They're the best. But it can, it can be in those in-between times. It can get, uh, you know, you got you to gotta trudge through. You got to be a person of commitment. And so we continue in that commitment because there are jewels within it as well. So today we are going to read John chapter 8, verses 31 to 42. Uh, again, I'll read out of the New American Translation if you'd like to follow along. So let's break open God's word. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, If you remain in my word, you will truly be my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How can you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Amen, amen, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. A slave does not remain in a household forever, but a son always remains. So if the son frees you, then you will truly be free. I know that you are descendants of Abraham, but you are trying to kill me because my word has no room among you. I tell you what I have seen in the Father's presence. Then do what you have heard from the Father. They answered and said to him, Our father is Abraham. Jesus said to them, If you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works of Abraham. But now you are trying to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Abraham did not do this. You are doing the works of your father. So they said to him, we were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God and am here. I did not come on my own, but he sent me. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So a couple of tidbits. Interesting that, okay, so he's talking to the people, right? First thing. So if you remember, the last two days he's been talking to the Pharisees and challenging them. 
And at the end of his challenge in yesterday's gospel, when he was speaking of, you know, uh, unless you believe that I am, you know, as you will know that I am one with the Father, and he, the capital I, capital am, uh, one with the Father when you lift me up, you know, and things like that. He was, he was speaking uh, and challenging the uh, Pharisees saying, hey, and, you know, where I'm going, you cannot follow uh, because you're not ready. You're, you're not open to that. Well, and the people, the last line was the people heard this and came to believe in him. So now he looks at them and he challenges them. So, I mean, again, the courage of our God here, brothers and sisters. Uh, I, I look at that and say, boy, I, I don't have that courage. Because what he's doing, he's not trying to nail them for, for no reason. He's talking about the truth here and he's holding a mirror up to them. So he's not chastising them, although it may feel that. He's not, you know, condemning them. He's not even angry at them. But what he's doing is saying, listen, we're going to talk about truth now. We're going to talk about truth. And I'm going to hold up a mirror that you, ultimately, they're going to, they're going to hide behind the fact that they're Abraham's children. And Jesus says, but if you're Abraham's children, you'd be doing the works of Abraham. And you're not. You know, and they don't like hearing that, and they so they resort to calling him names. You're a bastard child. We're not born of fornication, you know, I, with the, uh, the assumption there being, or the accusation, you know, hidden, but not very hidden, uh, that you are, you are. That clearly that was the rumor that still persisted when he's 30-whatever years old here uh, from this pregnancy of Mary, uh, you know, that, that would have, again, we're talking small towns, uh, I, I presume he's still in Jerusalem, but you never know. You never know. And, uh, and, and were he outside in one of these small towns of Galilee, you could bet the gossip got around and, uh, and said, listen, we're not, you know, produced by fornication. What do they say here? We were not born of fornication. We have one father, God. So they're not even going out to Abraham anymore. They go up and say, our father is God. And Jesus says, okay, you're digging your hole deeper. You're digging it deeper. If God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God. He just said it in yesterday's gospel. I am, right? You know? Do you not get this? If you were of God, you would be with me. But you're not. And, uh, and ultimately, what he's inviting us true to here today is, um, if we remain in his word if we unite ourselves with him it's kind of what we talked about yesterday if that desire that we have to open our heart and say lord enter in may i have that desire in everything i do i want to do your will i don't know if i am but i need you to 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 take care of that i just need a a purity of intention as best i can and you'll lead me beside the right road if we remain in that, we will truly be his disciples. Why? Because the tree is known by its fruit. And what is the fruit that Jesus is talking about today? Honesty. Truthfulness. And my friends, make no mistake, that starts with honesty with ourselves. In fact, that's primarily what he's talking about here today. He's not talking about Okay, I need to be honest with Renee. Next time she tries on a dress and says, hey, how do I look? And, uh, well, you know, sweetheart, uh, as a matter of fact, um, no, that's, that's not what he's talking about at all here. 
He's saying, why do we hide from our own self, in our own masks, in our own deceit, and hide behind these images of ourself that are untrue? And what he tells us, my friends, is if we do this, we are a slave to it. We are a slave to sin. Now, I urge you, you know, that that word has so much baggage with it. You know, because we think, okay, sin, it must be one of these big things I think of when I, when I sin, when I have to go to confession and I got to confess my sins, I think of, okay, what have I done? Have I murdered, adultery, you know, stolen, whatever? Okay, yes, of course those are our actions against God and against one another and against our very self, right? But, but what he's saying is, and again, I think on a deeper level here, I don't want to project and, and tell you exactly what Jesus is saying. In my understanding, what Jesus is inviting us to here is saying, anytime we hide behind whatever mask and whatever ego and whatever um, idea of ourselves that we want to project an image out there, that is not fully true, and somebody comes to us and says, um, you didn't do that right, or, you know, why, why, are, you, why are you pretending this? Or, or, or it simply says something to us like, um, you blew that. Uh, whatever that was, you know, it could have been a presentation, it could have been uh, an answer to, a, to, you know, somebody's question, it could have simply been my understanding of the world or my understanding of a situation. No, man, you were wrong on that. That's difficult for us. If, if, if anything like that has ever happened to you or would happen on certain things, I mean, we all have our buttons to push, every one of us, even now. I won't even hide behind if. I mean, the bottom line is we, we have these, we might be 80% honest and open, or maybe even 90% for those who have done the work, but there's still those dark corners that people that are, are observant and astute and just students of human nature can look at and point to it and name it, like Jesus does here, and we will protect it. What that means, my friends, is we are slaves of that because we hide behind a lie. And, and that's what Satan is, right? The father of lies. Um, that whole idea that uh, that we would be in illusion and not in reality because God can't love us in illusion. And in fact, what God invites us to is to the truth. He doesn't say, okay, get rid of that 10% of yourself and then I can and will love you. In fact, the opposite. He says, own up to that 10%. Embrace that that is part of who you are too. And I mean this for me. I don't just mean pointing this at you. But when we can do that and allow ourselves to be loved in that space, then we are truly loved. As, as the gospel says, if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. If the sun frees you, you will truly be free. He doesn't free us and say, okay, now you're without sin. Brothers and sisters, in our humanity, we will never reach that point. And if that indeed is our goal, we are climbing up the wrong 
ladder. Our goal, and now listen, I, I'm not saying let's go out and sin and, and, you know, whatever. Although Martin Luther did say correctly, by the way, sin boldly, sin boldly. What does he mean? Go out and sin and have a great time and, and just, what he's saying is when we sin boldly, we cannot hide behind anything. We cannot hide behind a mask and pretend we have not. I'm not suggesting we go out and be sinners. I am suggesting let's do the work of being honest. We may have owned up to those bold sins that we have indeed done, but it's the others that we continue to hide. My friends, may we be women and men of courage, of courage that can look in and honestly assess as best we can who we are and and what judgments and fears and insecurities and shame and guilt and failings and regrets and all those things that we indeed carry. And know this, even in that good work that we do, we're not going to get it all. And so when people name a situation and we react sharply, know that that's one of those places. Know that that's one of those places we're trying to cover up because maybe my mask is, oh, I, I have to have it all together. And when in them pointing to this, I look like I'm, I don't have it all together. They're naming that mask. And they're doing me a favor because they're opening the door to that cell and they're inviting me out. Brothers and sisters, that's hard stuff. Jesus makes it sound so easy here, but it's hard stuff. You know, I, um, I, I'm going to use an example. And this example may be silly. Uh, and I'm not trying to throw a grenade in the middle of this. I'm, I'm trying to use an example as best I can. And, and there's no judgment here. My family is a family that loves movies. And so every year we watch the Oscars. And this year, of course, we watched the Oscars and saw Will Smith get up there after Chris Rock made the, uh, the, the sharp biting joke. I'm not, I'm not letting Rock off the, the hook. Uh, toward um, Jada Pinkett Smith, Will's wife. And Will walks up on stage and open hand slaps him. That's clearly not okay. It wasn't okay for Rock to, to, to do such a biting thing. It wasn't okay for Will uh, to react as he did. So everybody was waiting for his speech. And, and in waiting for that speech, I wanted to hear. I won't say what everybody else wanted to hear. I wanted to hear Will get up there and, and not hide and say, listen, I, uh, what I did there was wrong. And I apologize to Chris, and I apologize to you, and I apologize to the Academy, whatever it is. That's what I wanted, because it's coming out of hiding. But that's not what he did, at least not right away. He did that maybe a day or two later, when the Academy had started some things. But right away, he hid. He hid behind, you know, uh, we, have to, we have to, you know, sometimes um, be people that protect others. And, and that was what my action ultimately was what he was saying is, I'm protecting those around me. You know, just like this character in, in the movie that I portrayed had to protect these, these girls, I had to protect. And we all knew, it's like, stop it. Stop it, that doesn't make it right. And, uh, and, and when he did come out with a statement, which was a day or two later, it was a beautiful statement. And, and finally, he, he, he came out from that, that place. And so I commend him for that. And I don't know his intention behind that. But I knew what I desired. 
And, and I think that's what Jesus is saying here is the truth sets us free. Last thing I'll say, since I spoke about movies, I mentioned, don't remember if it was yesterday or, or Monday, the, uh, the movie that Renee and I binged this weekend, which was Chernobyl. Again, so good. Five one-hour deals, so you got to commit to the, to the whole idea of it. But toward the end, you know, I, I, I uh, talked about the uh, KGB person and the scientist, uh, their confrontation in the cell. Before that happens, the scientist is standing before the court. And he says this statement. Now, he says it better in the movie. I'm going to just say it to the best of my recollection. But he said, essentially, we're living in a society. This was back in, you know, mid to late 80s in, in the Soviet Union. We're living in a society that simply values lies and hides behind them. And, and so much so that we forget there, is a, there even is a truth. He said, but the truth won't go away. And every lie we tell incurs a debt that ultimately must be paid to the truth. His point being Chernobyl was an ultimate, you know, um, the ultimate truth that had to be paid because of the lies that surrounded it. I'd say that's true for us as well. Brothers and sisters, the truth won't be put off. Um, every lie, every, every, every mask we put on, every, every wall we put up, every corner that we remain darkened because we want it to hide, it incurs a debt to the truth and the truth will find its way out. What our God invites us to is that free place of allowing God to love us in the midst of that place. Because when Christ loves us in that place, we are truly loved. If the Son can set us free, we are free indeed. It takes work, and it takes vulnerability, and it takes courage. But our God knows us, and our God invites us to that place. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The third luminous mystery, the proclamation of the gospel. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, 
now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Have a wonderful Wednesday. And uh, may you be filled with every good joy. God's peace.